Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Make Work Human podcast. I'm Larissa Haynes. And I'm Jen Baggett. And together, we are exploring what it takes to make work human. Hey, guys. Welcome back. So it's just Jen and I this week. Um, She and I were chatting recently about some common themes that we're seeing not only in our clients, but really out in the world. And one thing that we do as executive coaches and as as coaches in general is really to help people see where their intent and their impact might be out of alignment. And then beyond that, help them to really take accountability in that space, especially when they don't want to. Um, So we just thought that was a really good conversation to to sort of kick off today with. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I love that the looking at in, intent versus impact. That's something that I do with leaders quite a bit. Um, a mentor of mine said this said this once, and I don't know where he got it from. So you know, probably not giving the right credit. But he said, you know, we all want to be judged by our intent, but we're in fact judged by the impact that we have on others. And so we have to really like it doesn't matter what our intent is. And you'll hear people say that all the time, right? Well, that like. Someone will come to you and be like, you really hurt my feelings when you said this. And you're like, well, that wasn't my intent. The intent, that's great that that wasn't your intent, but that's not the, that's not what happened. It's the impact is the thing that happened. And that's the thing that you have to really look at. And you have to be willing to take accountability for your impact. And one of the the problems that can happen, and this definitely happens, even if you're not a leader, um, when we get into echo chambers, so sometimes this can happen on social media, this can happen with our friends or our family. When we get into echo chambers, our intent and our impact are always understood as synonymous. When we're when someone comes in from outside of there and hears something that we said, it it might hit them differently. And it is so natural to defend, to say, well, all of these people think that it's fine, right? You're the one who doesn't get it when maybe not so much, right? It's not this linear thing where it's always going to have the same impact on every person. Um, And understanding that some people are going to be okay with it and other people really aren't. And that doesn't mean that one of those groups of people is good and the other one is bad. It's just understanding that the intent of your of your actions are going to have different impact on people. Well, and I think it's that binary good and bad that gets in that that's a problem, right? So when we when someone gives us feedback about the impact that we've had, we automatically sort of take that to mean that that's a knock against who we are as a person or as at our character. And so that's why we go into this very defensive place, right? Well, that's not what I meant. Like, I can't believe you think that about me. Like you, I mean, you can see this on social media very, very clearly. Like, it's like somehow by me telling you like, Hey, your actions really bothered me that I'm attacking you as a person. And that's not the case. They're just sharing that they, that's the impact that we have. So as, as leaders, as people, we have to be really careful about label, like about saying, well, if someone says this to me, that means I'm a bad person. No, it doesn't mean you're a bad person, but you've got to take a look at, okay, what's my part in this? Where's the ring of truth? Yeah. 
what what in this is is true, <laughs> right? Um, something happened recently with me in in a social media setting where I saw something that I just it just it dinged for me as kind of not cool. Um, and a lot of the times I just sort of scroll past, but every now and then I I post I. I'd simply like gently point out like, hey, maybe you want to take a look at that there. <laughs> like I don't attack. I don't do anything. But the moment I did that, this person got incredibly defensive and deflective and angry. And the more people agreed with my take, the more angry he got at them. And I had kind of bowed out at that point. That's just not my scene. Um, but I had been, I messaged him and I was like, listen, I don't think you're a bad guy. I don't think that your intent of this was to come off like this, but for many people it will. And you're going to find a lot of people that are going to agree with you, but the silent people are, a lot of people aren't going to stand up to you and say, Hey, this isn't cool. Um, so just, you know, there are, there are two sides here to, to maybe think about. And one-on-one -on -one, he was like, yep, I see that. Thanks for the feedback. And then publicly raging and denying. So it was just a, it's a funny thing how we want to stand in our righteousness sometimes um, and not be held accountable for having an impact on people. It gets, uh, it, it, I love that you said that, like we want to stand in our righteousness sometimes. There was, and I'm not going to name any names because I'm not going to give any more light to this, but there was a very popular, I'll call her, I'll call this person an influencer that made some problematic comments um, and was subsequently called out to it, call, called out on it by their audience. And this person came back and apologized, but didn't really own it and or apologize. It was, well, I guess I'll never learn, um, but this, this, like, it was, it was this, like, Hey, I'm sort of, I'm sorry over here, but let me tell you all the reasons why I was, I was justified in saying what I said. That is not owning. <laughs> Justification is not taking responsibility or ownership for your actions. It's justifying them. Very yeah. different. And here's the problem when you, if, if you are continually doing that, right? Like, and, and so let's not even talk about social media, but just in your life, in your work, if you are someone who, when you get feedback, your automatic response is to justify the reasons why you did the thing. You're going to very quickly find that those people who are courageous enough to give you that feedback will start to fall away. And then you find yourself in a very dangerous place, which is the place of yes, surrounded by a group of people that just tell you what you want to hear all the time. And now you might say, you might think that, well, that sounds great if people are telling me yes all the time. But the problem is, is that's going to contribute to your downfall and whatever you're doing. Because you have no diversity of thought and no one to hold you accountable and help you do better, know better, see better, like. It's a, that's a, I think that's the most dangerous place you could be is in a room with a bunch of yes people. Yeah. That that's your echo chamber, you know, and now you've created it in your company or in your leadership or on your team. Right. Um, and there are studies that have proven that diversity at all level. And, and when we talk about diversity, yes, we talk about race and gender and ability, but we also talk about behavior, thought, value. Yes. Um, 
it, diversity is a much bigger thing when you're really looking at it from a work perspective and a life perspective. But the other thing, as someone who is a uh, has a strong propensity for justification, <laughs> like I yeah, before I knew better, I didn't do better. Um, there are also times that you may be in teams or in groups or surrounded by people where it's not okay. Their feedback actually is is not always helpful. And so just, just know to take both sides with a grain of salt, right? To really look at what in this is true for me. What can I take from this? It doesn't mean that you have to take all feedback blindly because sometimes it's not coming from great sources. Um, but but to be a bit objective about it, not to dismiss it completely and not to take it on fully and wholly and completely. I love that you said that. I think that's really important because that's definitely not the message I want going across to people. It's like, well, feedback, just take it. And, you know, like, I think it's going back to the intent versus impact is what do I want to be known for? What is the the legacy that I want to leave? And does the feedback that I'm getting align with who I want to be? So I, I don't know if I've told this story or not, but years ago, I got feedback from a very high level person in my organization. And the feedback was, I think you need to be more formal when you are presenting, when you are training. And I, I, I didn't justify or defend. I said, okay, thank you for the feedback. Let me think through that. And when I thought through it, it, it made me realize, first of all, that that wasn't the place. This is the, not the right place for me because formal is what's, ex- if, if formal is what you're expecting, that's not who I am. And that's not also not who I want to be. I understand the value in that for some people and that's, that doesn't align with who I am. So that just tells me that maybe this is not a right fit for me and I need to move on. But it's looking at, so it's looking at it objectively and saying, okay, huh, what's the ring of truth there? She was right. I wasn't very formal in how I came across. That's just, it wasn't my style. And for me, I chose not to internalize that feedback and go and, and and take action on it because it wasn't didn't align with the legacy that I wanted to leave. Yeah. And that's totally fine, right? Like it and it's still great feedback because you then got to make a decision. You were very clear on like, oh my gosh, you're right. I'm not formal and I don't want to be. And that's what you need me to be. So I'm gonna leave this spot so that someone else who does want to be that can take it and i'm going to go find where i belong somewhere else it's that clarity is just so kind for everyone involved it doesn't mean that you are a bad worker or a bad person for not being formal you're just a bad fit for that <laughs> right and i and i owned my part of that right like that's again that's me taking ownership is like you're right i'm i'm not and if that's what you need i'm not going to be able to do that so we we can part ways that's taking ownership. Again, taking ownership doesn't mean like I go in and I internalize all the stuff you said and then go fix it. That's we're not about fixing. And again, we're we are human beings and we are going to make a lot of mistakes. A lot, a lot, all the time, all the time. All the time. <laughs> I make mistake with my kids. I make mistake at you know with my husband. I make mistakes with Larissa. Like just ask. Like <laughs> it happens all the time. Um, the the difference is is I'm you and I. And, and we're trying to help our clients are willing to look at it and be like, huh, what happened here? Yeah. And go forward from there. I learned um, this, I learned this sort of methodology years ago, and it's one that I now teach too. But 
we call it cleaning it up. Um, and it's really, I know that a lot of people, especially when I start, start working on this, it doesn't have an apology to it. And for some people that's uncomfortable, but when you recognize the emptiness in most of our apologies and learn the power of a, a different way of doing it, you, you kind of get why it matters. So um, the cleaning it up is I do something inadvertently, usually that pisses someone in my life off <laughs> and they are, they love me enough to say, you pissed me off, right? Or I catch it either way. Sometimes I, I can catch it. And at that moment, the conversation looks something like this. I come to them and say, Hey, I recognize that when I was, i when I spoke to you last week, I was really sharp and that probably didn't feel good to you. Now, the impact of my having done that is we've got a, a, a wedge between us now. And I see so clearly that that's taking away our ability to have affinity for each other and to be really close. And, and it feels really heavy and it's impacting the lightness of our relationship. I take full ownership on the fact that I caused that to happen. Now, I can't promise you I will never do it again, but what I'm promising you is that I will do my best to be more aware of that, and I promise you that I will always come and clean it up with you. So good. That's it. Right? So good. I love it so much. I mean, it's such a power like what if you if someone came to me and had that conversation with me, I'd be like, "Wow. That's ownership." Like, That's like taking ownership over my part. It's not just a blanket because we, you're right. We say, I'm sorry for all the, like, we say it all the time. It's just a blanket phrase at this point. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I bumped into you. I'm sorry. Like I bump into an inanimate object and I say, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> it doesn't mean, it doesn't you know, mean anything anymore. <laughs> um, but when I say I hurt you, I see how I hurt you. I see what it's costing us. And I promise I don't overpromise, right? right? But I promise that this is something that I will make important enough to me because I know it's important to us and to you. I love that so, so much. I'm stealing it. I'm gonna use it. Take it. <laughs> use it really everywhere. That's like if you take one thing away from from today's episode, is like, how do I take ownership? How do I clean it up? Right. It's not about falling all over yourself to, to apologize. It's it's about taking accountability and ownership for your part and sharing what you're going to do in the future um, to try to, to reconcile that. And so, what's great about it, too, is that if the other person had some accountability, sometimes it is just one sided. Right. Sure. Most often it's not. <laughs> let's, let's Most often, you're right. It's not. It's, um, and what doing that does, if you do it on a consistent enough basis with people, they learn it. And in there, they're like, yeah, when you were sharp, I then shut down. And I recognize that my shutting down also caused, we, we call it cause in the matter, right? Being a cause in the matter of things. Um, I was a cause in the matter of this as well. And that added to the lack of intimacy. It's great for partnerships, whatever kind of partnership you got. Yeah. 
And this, yeah, any partnership you have, any relationship that you have, such a, just such a great way to, again, take ownership, have a conversation, um, and really be authentic with, because yeah. you have to, you have to look at yourself and look at like what happened in order to have that conversation. <laughs> so I think it comes across as like so much more genuine and authentic because, oh, wait, you're totally recognizing the impact. Yeah. So and that, that yuck feeling is, it's very technical term there. That yes. feeling that you get. And like, for me, it's this like black oily feeling on the inside of like, oh God, I am that person. I did the, you know, like these are things I do and I do not like that. Yeah. And the more we deny and defend, the stronger those behaviors become in us. Mm -hmm. The more we take ownership and, and responsibility, the less they become strong in us. So if you have a part of you you don't like, it seems counterintuitive, but the more you take accountability and ownership for it, the less often you are it. I love it. So much good stuff. Uh, I'm so glad that we had got a chance to have this conversation today. I think it's really timely. Um, it, yeah, just, just really, really important, especially in work to be willing to take your part in relationship, you know, when taking, taking ownership for your impact. Yeah. That's just crucial. Own your shit is not about talking about your feelings, by the way. No. Owning your shit. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't need to be all school, but yeah, just own your shit. Ah, oh. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> we have to go back to our real life and own all the things we don't want to own today. <laughs> we do, we do. Um, so, so as always, you know, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Um, we love having you. I love it when it's 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 we love our guests, but it's sometimes just fun when Morris and I get back together. Um, so if you are looking to be a guest or want to give us some want to give us some feedback, um, or just ask us any questions or tell us what you want to hear, please go to our, our website, which is www.makeworkhumanpod.com and check us out. All of our episodes are there. Um, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, thank you so much for being with us. And Larissa, I'm going to hand it over to you because I need you to say your, your line. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and remember to take time to rest and reflect. We'll see y'all soon. Bye.